0: Welcome to another episode of the Inside Life and Godliness podcast. My name is Nurum Ihoma and I'm your host for this show and of course with the most. Here we talk about faith lifestyle and arbitrary issues so if you're new here and this is your first time listening to this wonderful podcast, the best podcast in the whole of Africa, you're very much welcome here. Please you can just slide down scroll down and listen to as many episodes as possible at least we have at least at minimum 50 episodes up for you to listen and just enjoy yourself while driving washing or doing one or the other if you are a returning listener thank you so much for sticking with this podcast along the way i hope that you've learned a lot and you've been blessed massively by this podcast and you know by the special grace of God we will keep doing our best and allowing God to use us so you're very much welcome here I am excited I hope you enjoyed the last series on the first Corinthians 13 episode I learned a lot like that series was a rebuke for me it edified me and I hope that even as it edified me rebuked me it also did that in your heart and in your life so you're welcome to this wonderful podcast today as the cover picture states or as you've seen in whatever picture that you've seen we're going to be talking about the victim mentality (laughs) this mentality is common to nigerians africans and the world at large it's not just common to us it's common to everybody and i mean it's a product of or this mentality is a product of certain circumstances abuse and anything that must have happened while growing up or trauma so i'm just going to read out certain things before we delve into this topic through the lens of the scriptures Yup. the victim mind the victim mindset dilutes the human potential by not accepting personal responsibility for our circumstances, we greatly reduce our power to change them. This was said by Steve Marboli. Another one by the same writer. The victim mindset will have you dancing with the devil, then complaining that you're in hell. So, yeah, just think about it for a bit while we delve into this particular um, topic. I mean, this topic is particularly um personal because as a young person and while growing up it was very easy to slip into being a victim like oh i'm the victim of circumstances oh it's 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 not just me people are just doing things and then it's affecting me yeah something like that But yeah, I'm going to define what a victim mindset is or a victim mentality is so that you understand where I'm coming from and you don't assume things. And then I'm going to share certain signs of the victim mentality. A victim, what is a victim mentality? Someone with a victim mentality will genuinely believe that they are powerless in their own lives. They blame others for any adversities they encounter and feel that no matter what, they will always encounter bad luck. This mindset can be incredibly frustrating for loved ones and negatively impact someone's day to day functioning. This is mildly putting it. But let me delve into departments such as signs of victim mentality. So we have signs such as stating that people are better off without them. So people with victim mindset feel that people are better off without them, dramatizing insignificant events, things that are just little, they tend to blow it out of proportion. Um, learned helplessness they feel like oh they can't be helped there's nothing that can do to help them or change their condition um, fixation on negative energy events or trauma so they're always fixed on all oh, the bad things happening and they just forget the other good things and focus and channel all their energy into the bad things happening they lack empathy so empathy is ability to feel or um understand someone else's pain right? So they lack empathy, they are unable to feel what others are feeling or see through what others are going through. Then there's also low self-esteem, where you place yourself beneath others, that others are way above your league or above you, and so you're beneath other people. Then there's also needing excessive attention, because of course, they've probably chased everybody away, and so they still need attention to drag people to look at them. And if you even check it, it's very valid, because Someone that has a victim mindset, is not me, oh, I am uh, Oh, I feel so bad, oh, everyone, you know, everyone is because of my problem, and then because of that, you want people to look at you and pity you and all that. Then blaming others for their actions, being easily angered, irritated, or agitated. When people don't give you that attention, you are now angry, or you're irritated, or you're easily agitated, you know, your blood is hot. And then severe self-pity. So I'm going to start with this severe self-pity because it's a personal experience Hmm. so i remember back in my so i know that on this podcast i've talked about my 200 level a lot this is because in 200 level at least first second semester i said i became serious with god towards at the end of second semester but like in 100 um first semester second semester halfway through i wasn't really serious to god so i was dealing with a lot of issues i will not say i'm not dealing with issues now but at least i know that god is there and his word is able to guide me and just help me understand that and i also have like godly friends that are able to tell me that hey what you did is bad and you need to sit down and just rationalize and then think very well about what you did and apologize and all that but in 211 first semester second semester i was really just on my own you know living my life and doing things as i loved and liked so there was this time okay so i used to talk a lot i you know now i've channeled my talking into podcasting but then i used to talk a whole lot and my roommates will always say that i used to talk off points like i just used to say a lot of things without actually making sense but i i know that i used to talk a lot then so I, not, I, felt, I felt that people did not like people that talked too much. And I used to talk a lot. And therefore, there was, I really could not help it. So I remember that those days, I would sometimes try not to talk a lot and then keep quiet. And then it would be awkward because people start asking me, what's wrong with you? That was me trying so hard not to talk too much so that uh, at least people would like people that talk. now, uh, People would like somebody that is quiet so because i talk a lot sometimes i'll not start feeling stupid like oh god i'm just stupid oh god what is wrong with me why am i just like this why am i just stupid and then when i feel that way i'll not start thinking that ah i don't have sense ah i'm foolish and i'll just think 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 so i remember i can i can never forget this day i started crying Uh Ah, I don't have sense, so I'm stupid. I even wrote about self-pity. and those times, I used to write some very funny poems. So I even wrote on my status, oh, self-pity knocking on the door. Who's there? Nobody to help me. You know, and I wrote all that. And from time to time, in 200th level, I used to drift in and out of self-pity, feel that, oh, I'm too stupid and nobody cares, and then come out of it, and another day feel like that. And it was just very funny. It was an endless cycle of, nothingness like what is even the essence or if somebody just says something to you, you you now think that maybe your your life is 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 constituted or your life is built around that statement say for example someone corrects me that oh i don't stand well and i start thinking that my life is built around how i'm standing and so every other thing that i've been doing that is well is non-entity as long as that person says I don't stand well that what can i ever even do well in this life And it was just, it's just a really funny mindset. So that's just like a part of the victim mentality. So I wasn't planning to use my live experience to talk about this. I was planning to use scriptures. And so we're going to delve into scriptures. So the perfect scripture I could find for this converse (laughs) is Numbers 16. I don't know if you've read this scripture before or you have it at heart. But it is the story of Korah, um, Kohat, um, Dayton, Abiram, and then 250 other leaders of the community of the Levites. Very interesting story. Interesting because all these people were Levites. And the Levites were people in the Old Testament, a tribe out of the tribe of Israel that was set apart for the Lord. And in that tribe of Israel, like in the tribe of Israel, there were 12 tribes of Israel. There was the Levites, they were set apart from the Lord. From the Levites, there was Aaron, that's Moses, Aaron. Moses and Aaron were brothers with Miriam. And then there was Aaron, who was made a priest, a high priest unto the Lord. And God said that the only people that could be, that could be high priest, that, is, that could enter into the holies of holies, like the main sanctuary in the tabernacle, were people that, that were offsprings of Aaron. So only people from, only Aaron's descendants could perform high priestly duties. Then other priests, other people are, um, from the tribe of Levi could do other things with regards the tabernacle. So they could take care of the tabernacle, clean the tabernacle, do one or two um, or two things, but they were not to enter into the Holy of Holies and wear the high priestly garments and other things. You can just read through the book of um, Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It will give you an insight into um, priesthood and other things that were ascribed to the people in the Old Testament, the Israelites. Now, these guys woke up one day. Like, this story is just very funny. Every time I read it, I'm just, um, I just I, I just wondered uh, what exactly was their problem. If you read through um, Numbers 15, you see that God was giving Moses certain laws on offering this and that. And then we go to Numbers 16. And the Bible just states it like this, at least in my version, NLT version. One day, just one day, this guy just stood up. Of course, we know that one day is not just one day because he has been processing this thing in his head. Oh, why is he not us? Oh, what does, what's Moses feeling like? And this is the statement that these people with victim mentality usually use. Oh, what is she feeling like? or oh, what are they feeling like? or oh, are we not able to... What is even wrong with them? And if we even compare this with the list of um, the signs of victim mentality, that we'll see it's stating that people are better better off without them. Um, dramatizing is... This is a very insignificant event because at least they are even still ministering to the Lord. What of other tribes that they are not supposed to come near the tabernacle? What should they now do? Just unnecessarily dramatizing this very insignificant event of which it's even... Moses is even accountable to the Lord and he has maybe a greater, let's say a greater punishment or he's, you know, it's, it's, it was a lot of Moses. It was a whole lot of Moses. He was bearing the burdens of the people. He was carrying a lot of responsibility. At one time, he had to cry out that he was tired. This responsibility that is almost, that's what these people just went unnecessarily to want to carry responsibility. As if at the end of the day, if they give them the responsibility, they'll be able to show that. Eh? fixation of or or negative events lack of empathy of course they were not empathetic because if they were empathetic they would know that that thing Moses was not trying to feel anything he was just trying to 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 do what God asked him to do low self-esteem that one too is part of their problems needing excessive attention of course what they did drew the attention of the whole camp of Israel to them and then blaming others for their action of course we know that they blamed others for their a- action. And then being easily angered, irritated, and agitated, we saw it in the comments that they made. So let me just explain this. One day, Korah, um, Kohat, Data, and Abiram, um, on from, okay, only on from the tribe of Reuben, they incited a rebellion against Moses, along with 150 other leaders of the community. And all, just note too, all were prominent members of the assembly. They united against Moses and Aaron and said, just imagine this. One. They just stayed and united against Moses and Aaron and said, you have gone too far, young man, old man rather. You have gone too far. The whole community of Israel has been set apart by the Lord. And he is with all of us. What right do you have to act as though you are greater than the rest of the Lord's people? Now, please ask me, what situation warranted this comment? Nothing. What situation, aside from the fact that what Moses will hear the Lord speak, he will come and give them instructions. Oh, this is what the Lord said, though. The glory of the Lord descended in the tabernacle, and so, 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 so he said, and Moses will come and give them. Humbly, oh, it's not as if Moses will come and be, you know, trying to show power that, oh, I've spent so much time with the Lord. If the Bible in Deuteronomy did not even tell us that Moses kept on pleading for these people 40 days and 40 nights, we would not even know. Because, because at least from what we saw from um exodus to um numbers he didn't even brag about it it was in deuteronomy that he now started crying that you people made me sin against the lord when they've told him that after all this is you don't enter the promised land so i just kept on asking that what like what ca- what exactly happened to these people that they decided to just stay and talk like this and you can even imagine the reaction of moses when moses heard what they were saying he fell face down to the ground. Honestly, it's just, it's just, it's just sad. Like, what else? What else? Like, if you do something, these people will complain. If you don't do anything, they will complain. If you, if you stay close to them, they will say that you are better off without them. Better go on your own, on your own. No. If you leave them and go afar, they will call you that you are not giving them attention. What exactly do they want? You see, this mentality is actually a bad mentality for us in life. If you're going to go far, if you're going to do things, if you're going to learn, especially the part of learning, so um for a while now I've been bo- reading the book of um proverbs, and proverbs keeps on insisting on how that um fools do not like to take to corrections, fools do not like to listen to instructions, fools do not like to take counseling, fools do not like to learn. I think it was one part in the book of proverbs. I can't really remember the part where the Bible stated that um that. If you take a fool to learn like to be educated, you are wasting your time it as in Solomon compared it to something like very deadly I'm going to look for that scripture and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to and um, place it somewhere he said because that person is a fool and they just like to be uneducated they don't like to learn and when I saw it, I just hit myself and I was like, God please oh help me to be teachable help me to always want to learn because." certain comparisons that solomon made in the bible are just very funny right and so this is the same case that we see like what exactly is this pe- what what exactly is their problem and and they were really serious about this you know as a matter of fact Moses even gave them a challenge and they took up like they had mind they took up the challenge <laughs> hey god of mercy they took up the challenge that yes they can also burn incense before the lord and nothing else will happen. Meanwhile, there were certain specifics that God had given concerning those to burn incense, and their story served as a reminder to the whole of Israel. Their story served as a lesson to the whole of Israel. Now, let's bring it down to our lives. I don't know how many of us have actually battled self pity, or are actually battling self pity. Shake that enough. It's not of the spirit. It's not of God, and it's one of the signs that you're delving into this victim mentality because before you know you start feeling a certain kind of helplessness and before you know you start feeling like people are always blaming you unnecessarily and before you know you start being overly dramatic for nothing that is necessary and before you know all of this will just be wrapped up in low self-esteem and you start feeling less confident of yourself your confidence is first in god and that confidence in god should then reflect in your life Please study the word of God because it is the word of God that shapes your mentality about yourself. It is the word of God that shapes your mentality about what God had in store when he created you. It is the word of God that shapes your mindset. The Bible says that we should not be conformed to the patterns of this world. So according to the patterns of this world, the world might think that or people in the world might not want to take... um, They might not want to be accountable for their actions. They might not want to be accountable for their words. But what does the word of God say concerning accountability for your life? You must be accountable for your actions. You must be accountable for your life. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. The patterns of this world is like they want to be shallow. They want to think that everyone is to be blamed. But according to the word of God, if the fruit of the spirit is to be shown and expressed through you, then when you are wrong, (laughs) in certain position, when you are wrong, and it looks like, even when, even there are certain times when you are right, and you still have to apologize. Hmm. There are many times I've thought I'm right, and I have to apologize. And at the end of the day, people come and tell you you are wrong. And if they explain to you why you are wrong, you see that in reality, you are really wrong. And there are even times that you are even right and God will still demand that you apologize. And all of this, as difficult as it might seem in that moment, as difficult as it might seem in that time and in that space, it's still part of God training you. It's still part of God breaking you. It's still part of God, you know, teaching you um, things in life. So do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Do not be conform to how the world thinks. Do not be conformed to how the world sees things. The world, will, people will always... so. There's this thing that the world does where um okay i'm fighting for a cause and before you know i become extremist about it for example i'm a woman and i know that in certain places or in certain parts of the world women are underprivileged women are suffering and so as through the world mentality i take that problem that women have and i stretch it and then i become the same exact thing i am fighting against for example if, um, according to the whole toxic femininity and toxic um, feminism that is going on, on uh, online and everywhere that you go to, especially, of course, we know, especially Twitter. And then people people are trying to fight that certain women are not, like, women need to have equal rights with men and all that. And then people come and stretch it. And they say they are fighting toxic masculinity. At the end of the day, it becomes toxic femininity. People say they are fighting patriarchy. At the end of the day, what you have at the end of the chain is matriarchy. So what they end up or what they are fighting, they end up becoming. And that's what this victim mentality just does to you. You see someone as a monster. You are fighting that monster. At the end of the day, you become the monster. Because you don't have the right perspective. Because you don't have the word of God guiding you. But there's a way that the word of God will guide you that... At the end of the day, even that person will see you and glorify your Father, which is in heaven, and also take dressing. So I beg you, I don't know how many of us, or how many of you, or you in particular, are suffering from self-pity but that is not of god you need to shake it off you need to tell the devil get deep behind me satan you need to tell that voice that is also always whispering that everyone is a problem except you everyone hates you nobody likes you oh look at how your stomach is big and look at how your leg is long and so therefore nobody will marry you (laughs) nobody will marry you or nobody wants to be your friend You need to shake it off and you need to look at what the Lord, what does the Bible say about you? What does God say about you? There are beautiful things that God has said about you in the scriptures. That is where you need to draw your identity from. When you are identity-less, in quotes, before you know, you see yourself as a victim. And of course, in Christ Jesus, we are victors. We have victory in Christ Jesus and that victory is even in our faith. It's not by what the world defines. Eh? Your stomach does not define you. You have a big belly, so it is glorious and beautiful in the eyes of our maker. You have dim eyes. Eh? Who cares? Oh, you have um. There's one eyes that they call nine o'clock eyes. And because of that, you don't like shining your eyes. My sister, my brother, shine your eyes unto the Lord because it is God that gives. It is God that takes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so you don't think, oh, you're a victim of circumstances and, oh, why is it that bad things always happen to you and never good things? And so you just, you know, shush everybody and just close up and, oh, God, please, that is not of God. And that's not of the Holy Spirit. Allow God walk in you. Allow God walk through you and see the beautiful things that you have to offer in this world through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you were blessed. If you were blessed, please don't forget to favorite this podcast so that you can get notifications for every episode that is posted. You can also follow us on Facebook at Inside Life and Godliness, on Instagram at Inside underscore L-I-A-G. Follow us on YouTube at the I-L-A-G channel and you know just be blessed you can also send a voice message where you get to tell me things till next time love you all and bye